Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I grabbed my phone and I hit the voice memos and I got like 15 minutes of recording of him eating my pussy, going down on me as we're having this just full on conversation, totally tripping. He asked me if I could get his dick and his balls in my mouth at the same time. And I was just like, I don't know, let me try. I love to touch a guy's like stomach and and abs, like right at their waistline and just like feel that. Like that to me is so hot in his arms and his shoulders. And he's just built really nice. And sex always feels so good to me. But this was like, I mean, obviously sex on Molly, sex, sex on steroids. Everything was hypersensitive, hyper aware. You know, it was almost like it reminded me a lot of being in subspace and I haven't been there in so long. And it was just like, ah, yes. Hey everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Okay. This episode is going to be so much fun and I'm going to try not to laugh my whole way through it. (laughs) I did. Okay. So I'm just going to jump right in. Yesterday I did Molly for the first time with someone and with a new guy. Now, I don't know where this episode's going to come out, if it's going to be, because I'm I'm actually so excited about sharing this. (laughs) I might actually just bump some other Tuesday episodes down to get this out faster that I already recorded. Everything you guys get is usually behind by like, usually two or three weeks of it actually happening. And so the lead up where I met him, I talk about that in an episode, the meet and greet, just kind of, I mentioned him. And then we do actually end up getting together and doing this. And this was something that he wanted to do. He said, would you be interested in having sex on Molly? And I was like, well, I've never done that, but I've heard good things about it. And Clark and I were going to do it and we never ended up doing it. But Clark had done some separate, just kind of like, I don't know if it was LSD or Molly sort of guided trips, you know, where someone's sort of like, it's not sexual, but someone's just like helping you for, I guess, go through your life or childhood or stuff like that. It was, it was more sort of it, with the intention of helping, but he also wanted to try it while and have sex. And I thought that would sounds like fun. And I'm not much of a drug user in my whole entire life. I mean, this is probably the wildest thing I've ever done drug wise. I have my small little experimentation has been, uh, shrooms and pot. And that is, that is it. And I don't, I never got into that stuff regularly. It was just kind of like a one-off here and there. And it just, the drug thing just kind of didn't stick with me. Like I would enjoy it, but there was always this part of me that didn't like it because the fear of loss of control or something bad happening. And, uh, I just never got into it, especially when I was younger. I would get, if somebody offered me drugs when I was younger, I mean, I would literally get offended because my perception of people that use drugs were like, there were the haves and have nots. And I was one of the haves and druggies were have nots. Like, fuck no. Do I look like, look at me, this pristine young lady. (laughs) 
<laughs> do I look like the kind of girl that would take drugs? I mean, I, so I really used to take offense to it actually in my, uh, when I was a lot younger, when you'd be out at parties and someone would offer you drugs and I was like, fuck you, I'm an athlete. I mean, I've, I've got to run 12 miles tomorrow and training for marathons and blah, blah, blah. You know, so anyway, just was it never my thing. Now I'm, it's kind of different. I, f- I feel differently about it. I feel like because I'm older and my mind's matured and I've got life experience and some, a little bit of common sense. <laughs> Although as we get into this episode, maybe some of you will be like, I don't know if that was the smartest thing there, Layla. But I just feel like my brain's ready for this kind of stuff, the expansion and the benefit that doing this once in a while, once a year or whatever, I don't even know. I probably, I, who knows if I'll ever even do it again, but just that you're older and you can, you're in a better place to handle it and to really kind of receive the benefits of it. So anyhow, so this guy, and I'm going to call him Adrian. I was talking to him yesterday and I was, I've been, when I first met him, you know, when I first saw a picture of his face, I was like, who does this guy look like? Who does he remind me of? And I just kept looking like, who's this doppelganger? Cause you know, you stare at someone, you're like, who do they look like? You know, they look like somebody. And it took me a bit, but I was like, you know, you look like Adrian Brody and he's got an interesting face. He looks like Adrian Brody. You know, he's, uh, I think Adrian Brody's sexy and handsome and not my normal kind of like Ken doll type of guy that I would go for, but I'm interested in variety. So anyway, he's a handsome guy and he's tall and really good body. Not like Adrian Brody. I think Adrian Brody's rather slim. He's definitely got just, you know, he works out. He's got a nice amount of muscle, not too big, but just nice and muscular. Like I like it. Low body fat. (laughs) Anyhow. So I literally just, I thought, you know, he said, let's get together. We met and we talked about the Molly thing. I didn't know that that would be like our first encounter. So after we met, you know, I don't know about a week or week and a half, something like that. He says, Hey, do you want to come over? We're trying to figure out a day. Like he's like, I really want to get together. And how about this day? And let's do some Molly. And I was like, Oh Jesus. Oh shit. Okay. We're jumping in like with both feet here. And I said, okay, but you know, there's of course a part of me, like as a female, like, like, Oh, I don't know. Is I don't know this guy. I, maybe I should just like have a couple, see him a couple times before I do this. And then the other part of me, the adventurous side is like, just fuck it, Layla, just go for it. Come on. Like this is, you've done shit like this before you jump in and you go for it. So I said, okay, let's do it. And <laughs> You know, we had it scheduled for yesterday and the night before, I mean, literally, I was almost changing my mind like every two minutes. I was flip-flopping about it like, okay, let's look at like the worst case scenario. This guy is a total like, you know, he wants to harvest my body parts, a a body part harvester. He works in this ring of people that lure women and (laughs) and lure them to their homes and and then uh, take a kidney or two or whatever they need. And then nobody ever sees you again and you're dead. So I just was kind of, all these thoughts were going through my head, but, but at the other, that's the paranoid side, right? And then the other parts like this could be really fun, have a good time. So I didn't really know anybody like to ask about this, but there's the one guy, David, his name's David. You guys have heard his voicemails. He talks about this stuff to me a bit and he seems to be very knowledgeable about it. So I don't know what time it was. I, oh, it was, I had gotten up early that morning, like at five to do, you know, I do an hour of cardio. So I'm like, okay, let me call him or message him while I'm riding my exercise bike. So I did. And I said, okay, what do, what should I expect? Like, how, how does this work? And should I take the whole thing? And, you know, I was just like second guessing everything. I'm going and, you know, any advice, like what, what should I do? 
So he sent a message back, which was very cool. And I was able to sort of say, okay, I made, you know, I made up my mind that I was going to do like what David had suggested, a smaller dose and just do like a micro dose. So that was good. I had that in my mind. And then I also thought, okay, just as a precaution, before I leave the house, I left a note on my desk, like saying the address of the person's, you know, and the, and the person that I was going to and like where I site I met them on and their messages are in my inbox. And if I don't come back, like <laughs> this guy fucking killed me. <laughs> and then I also called Mr. Big as I was on my way over to Adrian's house and said, okay, you know, I left him, I sent him a voice memo because uh, I just wanted him to have it. I didn't need to call him or anything. I didn't want to freak him out and have him try to talk me out of it. But I was just like, okay, I'm going to this guy's house. Here's the address. Here's his name. Here's what he does. Here's where I, you know, blah, 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 blah. If I don't come back, that's the guy you hunt down and just kill, (laughs) kill him for me. So I, before I left, I packed my backpack with all my, got my black backpack out packed all my sex toys, lube, butt plug. I just, you know, I'd wanted to be ready for anything and everything. And then of course I had to throw some mace in there and a pocket knife. And I'm not talking like a small pocket knife. I'm talking like a six inch pocket knife. This is a pocket knife I bought for Cowboy N when he was out visiting like a long time ago because he can't fly with it and he likes to have a pocket knife. You know, he's just like, they're handy. And I'm like, I get it. So I had my, <laughs> Adrian doesn't know that I had, the, I had mace and a pocket knife in my backpack. Like, I don't know what good that would have done, but I'll tell you what, I mean, I would be, I, I would not be easy to take down. Like I would definitely like fight for my life. I just, it's so funny that I even, it's like all this shit going through my head and I'm still like, okay, I'm showing up. Dur, dur, dur. Here I am. I hope you don't kill me. So anyway, I think a fair amount of the skepticism and all that's, I guess, healthy. And so off I go with my ba- with my backpack full of uh, dildos and vibrators and butt plugs and lube and the pocket knife and the pepper spray. And right when I get there, we start like the pills are on, like they're out, they're on the table and he's got two gl- big glasses of water. I guess he's been like researching, okay, we're supposed to take water. Blah, 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 blah. I'd already brought like my huge water because I drink a bunch every day anyway. And I looked at the pill and I could see the amount that was in there. And I said, okay, let's take some of that out of there. So he went into the bathroom now and I should have watched him, but I didn't, right? I mean, he, he goes out, I think he opens a little capsule and poured some out, I guess, and then came back and like immediately when I walked in, like he just popped his in his mouth and downed it. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. And bottoms up. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I want a little microdose. I want like smaller amount. So we make it smaller and then we're sitting there. He turns he turns on HGTV. We're just kind of sitting there like two kids, like, okay, waiting for it to kick in. Well, it starts, I can see it on him. Like it's starting to kick in. He's getting like all of a sudden, he's getting a little sweaty. I can tell he's, it's, and I was feeling warm. I'm like, oh, it's warm in here. Can you turn on the air conditioner? Like, let's get that fan going. And it's getting warm and he's, I can see he's kind of getting jittery, like talking a lot, jumping up, like kind of coming next to me, then not. And I was just like, what? Okay. It's hitting him. And I'm like, is it hitting you? Yeah, I can see it. You're getting jittery. And then 
I finally just said, as it started to hit me, I had this, the feeling like I didn't want to like sit upright. So I leaned way back on his couch and just kind of relaxed back. And he was sitting next to me. And then he starts like touching my arm and just feeling my skin. And he's like, Oh my God, it's so soft. And Oh, it just feels so amazing, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. And I was starting to get there, but it definitely, I don't think he took any out, any dose out of his. So he was probably getting more than me. And I could see it was hitting him and he's like, is it hitting you? And I said, yeah, I feel it, but I don't think I'm where you're at. And so he was trying to hold himself back, right? Because he just wanted to start all the touching and, but he couldn't quite hold himself back. So as he's touching my arm, you know, he's like, your arms are so tiny in there. And then he's like, starts like, like, um, licking them and like munching on just like little bites and like not, uh, heavy bites or anything like that, but really he's into the way my skin feels. And I was like, yeah, I have really soft skin. <laughs> That's what I said. That's kind of when I knew I was like, okay, is this hitting you too? You're getting, and I'm still, you know, it's so funny guys. I still feel giddy from it. Like when I, like it was such a good experience. Um, I can't wait. I'm, I know I'm like really slowly getting into everything that happened, but I want, I want to give you guys all the details. There's uh it hadn't started steaming up yet, but we were just starting to let the effects kind of those waves wash over us and it just kind of hits you and it and then you kind of start going up and it just it really did feel great like it wasn't like a paranoid thing it wasn't it wasn't I just felt super relaxed super comfortable super at ease super relaxed didn't have a care in the world and I felt like just this little kid and giggly and excited and and then my skin, I started to feel the, my skin, just everything just tingly and how things were starting to feel different. And then, so the tactile part for me was starting to kick in. And then I was kind of like touching him. And, and so once I started just kind of touching him, he very quickly grabbed me. He's like, okay, let's, let's go to the bedroom. And I was like, Cause he knew uh, he, he was free to touch me. Cause he was really, really holding back. And he was just like wanting to explore and touch and all that had kicked in for him. So we go into his bedroom, but I was not quite ready to jump in to taking my clothes off before, you know, I, I wanted to sort of explore the new space that we were in his bedroom. So I immediately was like, okay, what's in here? I wanted to make sure truth be told, like I wanted we, as we go into his bedroom, I'm like, okay, this is, you know, not the secondary location because they teach you. <laughs> I don't know if you remember as a kid, they teach you like, don't go with a predator to the secondary location, wherever they start, try to snatch you from. That's the place to start fighting. Don't let them take you to the secondary location because that's where they're going to kill you. So we get into his bedroom and even though I'm relaxed, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is the secondary location. So I start like opening everything. I'm opening his closets. I'm looking in. he's got like three closets and then there's a bathroom and I'm just like, okay, making sure there's nobody in there. Nobody else in there. Like the person that's going to come up behind me and like inject me with something that puts me under. <laughs> And uh, so I'm going through his stuff, you know, just like being real snoopy. And uh, it was it was uh, it was actually fun. And he was kind of like, wait, no, what are you doing? And his closets were messy. So he didn't want me to see that. But I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like got some stuff on the floor just kind of pushed in here. It was a, it's a typical bachelor pad house. I mean, classic. Not, you know, definitely when I walked in, that's of course, I noticed everything. I noticed the way people live. I noticed their their neatness. It's just all this stuff kind of always registers with me. And uh, 
so I immediately notice that it's just a typical bachelor pad. Like nobody's been cleaning, dusty, you know, just not, not gross, not like that, but just splatters on the mirror and the bathroom and like <laughs> all that stuff. I'm like, you better hire a cleaning lady. You need like somebody to come in here and, and clean this up. Anyway, so once I was, uh, felt safe that there was nobody else in that room, then, you know, he's like, come on, let's get on the bed. So I get on the bed and he starts taking my clothes off. And I am just at that point. Yeah, I'm really feeling it. I'm feeling good. I am all about it. And as he's just like touching me and then taking his clothes off and like his skin just felt amazing. And I don't know, like really, I just enjoyed touching it. It's true what they say, like you just want to touch things and touch people. And it makes you just like really lovey and affectionate. And it's that's nice for me because I'm that way when I know somebody well and I care for them, but it's not my, that takes a while to build up. This just sort of like knocked all that down. Like you just, you go straight to it and you feel good about it and so comfortable and you're not thinking like, oh, I hope this person doesn't think I'm more into them than I am or they're reading this the wrong way or anything. You just don't even have any of that, any of that thought process. And the skin just feels like electric, like there's this electricity coming from it. And, you know, and he's just touching me all over and licking me. And, and then he's like, he wants to eat my pussy. And I'm like, oh, hell yes, I cannot wait for this. So he was just down there for, I mean, I don't even know, like a good, good long while. I would say we stayed in that position for, my God, I mean, probably 45 minutes, 30 minutes, just he was, he was so into it. And he was just like, all about how it felt and how it tasted. And I could, it was sound straight, but like I could feel that energy and that desire and how much he was enjoying it. And, and then, you know, he's telling me like how good I tasted. And I'm like, okay, what do I taste like? I always want to know when a guy tells me that I taste good, because guys tell me that. And I'm just like, I've tasted myself. I don't taste like anything to me. I, I taste bland. It's like, I don't get the taste that they're getting. They always say it's like a sweet and like he said, it tasted like a sweet tart. I'm like, I should have asked him what flavor, <laughs> but I didn't. But here's the fun part, guys. As he's doing this, I grab my phone and I hit the voice memos and I got like 15 minutes of recording of him eating my pussy, going down on me. And we're as we're having this just full on conversation, totally tripping, like it was amazing. And I'm, I'm putting that on the private podcast. So if you want to hear that, you better get over to the private podcast because it's fucking hot. And it was just so much fun. But I mean, I have to say like, that was to have your pussy eaten while you're high on Molly was, whoa, it was mind blowing. It was literally mind blowing. It felt so fucking good. I can't, I'm I'm at a loss for words because it just felt like 10 times as sensitive as it normally would. And then he was putting his fingers in me and he was just doing all the right things. And I didn't have a care in the world. And I just got to sit there and enjoy it. And he was loving it so much. And I could tell, like, I didn't feel, you know, sometimes you're with a guy and you're like, okay, this feels like part of the process. It wasn't about like getting to the next step. Like, okay, he's going to go down and do this for like 10 minutes because this is part of the process. 
and he maybe feels like he's obligated to do this before he sticks his dick in me. No, there was no agenda. It was just like enjoying each other. Just the simple, just the simplicity of totally experiencing each other's bodies. And so while he's doing this, I'm like looking at his hair and he has really thick, like a full head of hair. And being that I'm in this very tactile mode right now, I start putting my my hands in his hair and just like, and I normally like don't do that. Like I won't, cause that feels very loving. <laughs> you know. Like, and I'm just, I've got both my hands in his hair and I'm just like touching it and scratching his head. Like, like you would really do to somebody like you just really cared about and you wanted to do that for them. And I, it felt so good. His hair felt so fucking good. It felt so good while I was, while he was eating my pussy and I just have, I'm running my fingers through his hair and just like totally in the moment and enjoying it and not a care in the world. It was amazing. I I would really say like if women, you know, I don't really struggle with like, I don't have a lot of boundaries or intimacy boundaries or things like that. I kind of have this, I have stuff in my mind, like when it's appropriate and when, when you're really feeling it, then you go with it. And it's as that kind of, as you build with someone, not like, Hey, it's the first time we're having sex. We're going to be totally sensual. But I would say like, really, I know they use this stuff as a therapy sometimes for sexual dysfunction. I can see why this really brings down, I would say, you know, I can only speak from the female perspective, but man, if you had some hangups, they'd be gone. This would really bring it down. You would just get to experience how the real true kind of intimacy that you can have with someone that you're sharing your body with, regardless of what the dynamic is outside of that situation. Like it just really opens you up. So I'm just, I'm in there with my, you know, hands in his hair. And like I said, that just, I don't know why that felt like the best thing. It felt amazing to do that while he was eating my pussy. And I couldn't just, I mean, I was just telling him how great it felt and how amazing it was. And then, you know, and then I get my voice memo thing going. And at some point he's like, okay, stop that. I'm like, okay, you know, so I stopped doing it, but I got some really good audio out of that. And it's, it's not too, you know what? It's not like, it's not like porno, but it's hot because you can hear him. You can hear all the noises and all the juices and all the sounds. And and of course I'm like, you know, moaning lightly and all that stuff. And, but I'm talking, we're talking, we're having a conversation through it too. So I don't know. It's, I wouldn't even, it's like, R rated, not uh, maybe it's an X minus rated. It's not XX, but it, it it's not like just full on. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> but because we were just so relaxed, but it was very fun to do. I'm so glad I have that. It, I'm glad that I have I've captured myself like you can hear how, how fucking high I am and him too. But it was really fun. And then and then when I started sucking his dick, holy shit, like that was he asked me if I could get his dick and his balls in my mouth at the same time. And I was just like, I don't know, let me try. And I did. And I got him in there. And it almost felt like because I was so relaxed, like my jaw was more relaxed and that I could get it open farther. I mean, that's a big, big, big ask. I mean, usually, you know, just normal size, healthy guy, you know, with a dick and balls. I mean, it's a lot of stuff in there, but I did. And you know what? It felt so good. 
it just, I get, because everything is so sensory that the way it felt in my mouth and it was like the sensation of the smooth skin. And he was, he totally manscaped. Like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't need a guy to like manscape to the level he did, but, but it was so cool to experience that. I mean, I like it. I'm not complaining at all. Uh, as long as you are manscaping, trimming it up and it's not big, long pubes, I'm happy. But that was actually really cool that he was full on just smooth everything, not a single hair anywhere. And so the sensation of that was amazing. I loved it. It felt so good. And his skin just was like, because there's no hair there, it's like nice and smooth. And I could get, you know, there's not hair on the balls or, you know, even short hair, you know, I could just, I could get it all in there and stuff it all in there. And when he was just digging it big time, I mean, it was, it was really, really cool. And, and then I just kept touching his, I love to touch a guy's like stomach and, and abs, like right at their waistline and just like feel that, like that to me is so hot in his arms and his shoulders. And he's just built really nice. And like I said, like that nice, thin, beautiful skin with like, there's no, this low body fat. I don't know. I mean, if I had had to guess, I'd say like 8%, but what do I know? <laughs> I don't know. And, and he had just, it was just so smooth. Like I would almost say like, I've been with an Asian guy. I've been with actually two guys that were half Asian and in my life and skin like that, just Asian guys have really smooth skin. They don't have a lot of hair. That's been my experience. And it was kind of like, he's not Asian, but it was kind of like that. And yeah, it was so fucking hot. It was just, it was really an amazing thing. I'm, I feel like I'm still sort of on it a little bit today. I'm, I'm just giggly and bubbly, but yeah. And just like this big shit eating grin smile on my face. Like that was so much fun. And I love it. And, and this is what good sex does. I've definitely had this same giggly bubbly thing after the day after great sex. It just, this is how you are. You're, it's euphoric. You're up there. And so finally, you know, so after we're just, we were doing this for a long time and then, then we start the fucking and oh my God, it was it was incredible. Like I said, sex always feels so good to me, but this was like, I mean, obviously sex on Molly, sex, sex on steroids, everything was hypersensitive, hyper aware. You know, it was almost like it reminded me a lot of being in subspace and I haven't been there in so long. And it was just like, ah, oh, yes. Like I remember this feeling it's, you're just you're just really on a trip and, and all these sensations are coming in. And, and when you're fucking like that, it's, first of all, I was juicy as fuck, but I was tight as fuck. I could feel how tight I was. I get told that my pussy feels tight, but I could feel it. But sometimes I can't like tell, I mean, I don't know, you know, it's just how it doesn't, I don't get that sensation per se, but on Molly, I did. I could feel how tight it was for him. And almost like I was experiencing what he was experiencing. Like it was flowing back and forth. I don't know. I know it sounds trippy. I feel like I sound like this total tripper. But yeah, it was like, and so that, because it was so tight, like the grip I had on his dick, like I could just feel every little movement and stroke, the way it grazed my G-spot over and over, everything, every angle. It, I was just hyper aware of all of it. And yeah, his dick just felt amazing. I mean, oh, it was so good. And then, and then we, 
I decided, okay, let's, let's shoot a little video. So he was behind me and truth be told, I like to shoot that. For, I like the behind stuff because you can see, you only see half my face and like my shoulder and then my ass and then him like back there, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like, okay, it's, it's sort of selfish. Like, okay, you can't see me, but I get to see you. I get to see everything you're doing. And it's almost like having, you know, I use it like a mirror to see what's going on back there because I get off on that. I love the visual. So I'm watching him for a while, just like totally watching his facial expressions, you know, how turned on he is. And then I said, okay, I'm going to put this underneath me. And I, so I put my phone underneath me right at the best angle, my favorite angle. And I could look down and see his cock going in and out of me. And he could look down and see it like it was perfect. From my angle, I could look, you know, tip my head down and see, watch it on my phone and he could look down and watch it on his phone. And we both got to just stare at it. And it was so fucking hot. I mean, that to me is the best. Like when I was on my back and he was fucking me, I mean, I was just like, eyeballs were right there, just flat out staring. Cause I love to watch that shit. Like that gets me off big time. So we did that. And then, yeah, we just, I mean, like, I feel like we just had sex for what well, we did. We had sex for hours and we just went at it for hours and we're, we're talking and, and just talking about how good it feels and how amazing it is. And I kept, I was like, Oh my God, what if we don't, what if the next time we have sex and we're not on Molly, like, what if it's shit? You know, he's like, no, it's not going to be shit. I'm already worried. I, st- you know, that's when I was maybe starting to come down a little bit after my brain, my regular brain started to kick in. I'm like my girl brain. I'm like, okay, what are the repercussions of what we're doing? Uh, and so I was, I said, Oh, what if, what if we've wrecked ourselves? You know, like, what if this is as good as it's going to get? And we, we, our first time together, we just did this. We didn't like crescendo up to it. We didn't have a few like meetups. Like this was good. That was better. Boom, boom, boom. And then, you know, and then we peak. <laughs> what if this is the peak? He kind of shut that down. He doesn't think that's going to be the case. He's like, come on, sex is good. Sex is great. I'm like, you're right. It is. And I feel like, I almost feel like this might, I'm curious to see what it'll be like when we're not on Molly, because I feel like having this experience first Maybe it's going to be the icebreaker, you know, maybe it will be the fun thing that like, oh, okay, yeah, this is, this is good. Like next time we're together, like we won't be, we've just blown through the inhibition part. We don't have to take a few times, a few meetups to get through that. We already did it at first fuck. So <laughs> let's see how the rest of it goes. But uh, after we were done, we were just kind of laying there and, and Mr. Big calls, he calls, you know, he wants to check on me because at this point it's been, I think about four hours since I, you know, left that message. So he calls and I answer and I'm like, okay, I'm in bed, honey, I'm in bed. I, I'm still here. I'm, I'm alive. Thank, you know, I'll call you when I get in the car. So I called him on the way home, gave him all the details. He just loved it. And, um, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm jealous. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I love my life right now. This is so fun. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think I'm just going to giggle my way through the rest of the day. I'm definitely tired. I did wake up. I will say afterwards, I was exhausted. By the time I got home, I was like fighting to keep my eyes open till about eight o'clock. And then at eight o'clock, I went to bed and then I woke up at 1.30 and I was up from 1.30 to about four. And then I finally fell back asleep. I was up like totally awake, bing, and then back to bed. So I'm kind of dragging a little bit today. But I, I don't know if it's, that's normal. Like if you're coming down, yeah, it feels like I really did something yesterday. Like not like there's no like hangover, you know, obviously there's no alcohol involved, but 
it just feels like, yeah, you know, you really expended some energy, something happened. And, um, so I feel that. So my body needs a little bit of, uh, recuperation, rest and recuperation today. So, but I did just like want to get this out. This, I wanted to record this straight away. I was like, don't wait, don't wait even till the later in the day. Just do it, do it in the morning when it's everything is still fresh in your mind and you're still, you know, riding that high from it. And oh, there you go. I'm not a drug advocate. I'm not a proponent of it, but damn, that was really something to experience. And I've, I've had that on my bucket list. I wanted to do it. So bingo, bingo. I did. All right, guys. Well, there you go. If you have any uh, questions or comments, you want to reach out, you know what to do. You go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side and leave me a voicemail, five minutes worth. Just let it rip, whatever you want to talk about. I love your feedback. I love to hear what you think about the episodes. I love your questions. If you just want to tell me about your life and who you are, I love that too. I always love knowing about you guys. I try to share as much as I can and I just, I love getting it uh, reciprocated. All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.